Reaching retirement age is a milestone that many of us look forward to. It's the time when we can hopefully start enjoying the fruits of decades of work and saving. But it also brings financial concerns and worries. To delve further into the issues, Jimmy Lamb went to speak to Candy Lee, Assistant Operation Manager at Community Care Age Foundation. After that, Jimmy went to speak to our senior listener, Shirley, who talked about her financial situation. Candy, among the many cases you've worked with, what are the most uh, imminent financial needs for the elderly usually? Uh, most of our elderly that I work with are living in public estate. They need to pay quite a big amount of expenses on their medication for chronic disease and rehab treatment on functional degeneration. In Hong Kong, uh, over 70% of elderly have one or more type of chronic disease, and every day they are taking over two types of medicine. Although the government is already subsidizing the treatment and medication through public hospital, the elderly um, still has to buy service from private sector due to long waiting time for the service from the hospital, uh, uh, public hospital. Let's say um, an elderly has a degenerative knee pain and need regular uh, physiotherapy to relieve the pain. Right now, they won't get the service from private sector unless uh, the doctor diagnosed that their joints to be deformed. Um, but the knee pain is happening every day to elderly. Uh, that will make the elderly to look for the service, the tr- uh, rehab treatment from private sector uh, to relieve the pain as soon as possible. But it is a big finance burden to them. And about their uh, job or the use of money, um, I'm assuming they mostly retired from their job and they rely mainly on the savings or NPF? Uh, actually, the elderly living in public estates are mostly uh, retired, or maybe we can say they are forced retirement, is more appropriate description. Uh, they are old and low education level, um, even they want to work, they can only participate to some low-wage job. Therefore, most of them rely on the saving together with the government allowance, like a social security assistance scheme and OH living allowance to cope with their basic living expenses. It's, um, this can support them to buy some consultation service and medicine from private sectors. Um, this increases the demand on the public medical service. So that's why the, the A&E service is so tight this period. Now, uh, let's turn to our listener, Shelley. Um, Shelley, can you tell us um, your sit- current situation? Yes, uh, I'm 69 years old. You don't look like 69. Oh, thank you. Um, most of people told me about this. <laughs> and I became full-time housewife around uh, 20 years ago. And my husband passed away in 2012. And totally, I have seven children four daughters and three sons and a few granddaughters too and I have a big family Yeah, indeed, and um, how are you doing in terms of your financial situation? I can say I'm just doing okay and my current income is mainly from like a dividend from Hong Kong stock and, and my property rent and some pocket money from my children just like all the families in Hong Kong And uh, what are your main expenditure items? Wow, I spend a lot on my medicine. 
you know, in Hong Kong, we have to pay a lot on this uh, medical, medical. And uh, in these few years, my health is getting like worse, and my recovery period is longer than I expected. I used up the annual like around two thousand Hong Kong dollars healthcare voucher provided by the Hong Kong government very easily. I need to use all my own money to pay all the follow-up medical checks. And on top of that, I spend around four thousand Hong Kong dollars each month um, to hire a Filipino maid to take care of myself. And the other, I think, I spend mostly on the cooking because I got of many like children and grand grandchildren. I need to prepare a lot of soup and food for them, and for them to give to get it on weekly basis. So you're very caring to them. Yes, of course, I love them very much. And on top of that, I also play magic with friends and stock markets. And you know, this is like like gambling. I lost a lot of money over there. And lastly, um, what financial concerns do you have, Shelley? Um, I'm as I'm getting old. I, my main concern now is on my health. So far, I'm so lucky. I'm quite healthy, and I can walk and travel on my own. But I fear I need more money for my future surgery or other medical checkups. It's so expensive in Hong Kong. And the other concern is about my property renting out. I look too kind in front of all my tenants, who sometimes do not pay the rent on time, and sometimes they pay less than I expected. I do, but I don't want them to damage my flat, so I tend to give in. So the rent I'm receiving is quite low. That's a little bit sad, but this that's okay. You just heard there from our listener Shirley talking about some of her financial worries. We went to get some advice for her. Jimmy Lam spoke to Alvin Lam, money coach at Skylar Professional Development Resources. Um, Alvin, um, Shelley have uh, four issues, so let's yeah. tackle them one by one. First mm-hmm. of all, it's about her health costs uh, mm-hmm. or insurance. Is it very hard for elderly to get insurance? Uh, actually, you know that when people become uh, old, they usually spend more uh, in the medical or in the in the uh, hospitalization charges. So for her, I think she she really need to plan for this one. However, for Shelley's case, she is already 69, so she may be unable to buy any health insurance from insurance companies now. So uh, what she can do is to save more as the medical reserve to pay for the future medical costs. Uh, usually, uh, I would suggest people uh, at this uh, age to do more bank savings or pay up insurance plans as the medical reserve tools. And the second issue mm-hmm. is about her habits. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, she is very uh, enthusiastic about mahjong yeah, right. and also stock market. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we want to keep elderly people active, mm-hmm. but we don't want her to spend a lot on those items. So how can we make a fine balance? Yeah. I think it's also very common now for people to to uh, pay more attention on the stock markets because now it's a record high from past uh, few years. And indeed, uh, buying stocks and playing mahjong are common for Hong Kong adults, no matter at what age. However, if spending too much time and money in these events, it may not be healthy. And for retirees like Shelley, though they do not need to work, they still need a timetable 
because they have plenty of time to develop their interests. If they don't spend the time wisely, they may have some other issues happen, like the mental one or, or thinking uh, too much at home. Thinking too much, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So for uh, stock investing behavior, and I think Shelley has. Uh, uh, should have the correct understanding about the purposes of investing in stock. Uh, if just for fun, she should control the amounts to a comfortable level, uh, such that in case she loses all money, her living standard can still be maintained. Like a stop loss, stop gain. Yeah, right. Yes. Actually, when she involved in in the investing game, she should have the expectation that she cannot get anything. So uh, if she have such uh, attitude, I think she will be more comfortable to pay or to invest in stocks. And if she, uh, on the other hand, if she earns income from stock investing, she should first of all ensure the income from uh, more steady investments like uh, bonds, uh, bond funds, and even the insurance savings plans. And after getting the income for basic spending, and she can spend the remaining money to stocks to earn the long-term potential income and capital gain. Like separately, yeah. uh, the money into yeah, different right, right. buckets, let's say. And right. then third issue is about her collecting her rent. Mm, um, mm, 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 she may be too kind uh, yeah, not yeah, right. <laughs> and be scared to uh, fight for the rent that she deserves. So mm. how would you advise her to go about it? Uh, I think we cannot control who will rent the property. So uh, now she is facing a, a difficult time because uh, the people renting the place do not pay the sufficient man, uh, rent to her. I think she should talk to her children. I think Shirley should talk to her children so that they can help her to follow up. Uh, on the other hand, she may appoint some professional tenancy management firm to help collect the rent and settle all property-related issues. And in my understanding, some banks can also help. And this may suddenly cost her extra money. Like but one month or... Uh, I, I, I don't have exact right, idea, yeah. but at least a sort of a set yeah. of yeah. Her, her rental income. Yeah. Yes, This may cost her extra money, but at least she does not need to worry too much. And finally, if she uh, does not want to choose this way, she may seek help from district council members who may be able to refer her case to legal professionals to follow up. And the last point is mm-hmm. about uh, wealth succession. Yep. She wants to please every children or uh, grandchildren even, mm-hmm. um, but obviously she can't. She needs to distribute it um, equally or something mm-hmm. like that. So what would you say to her? Um, I think the, the equal or the fair, fairness is hard to define. And so, especially for Shelley case, because, because she has different types of assets, which may have different values under different situations. So at this moment, when she thinks it is fair, but maybe a, a year or two years later, the situation will, will be very different, may not be fair to all people having her assets. So uh, if she wants to ensure fairness to all, she may decide to distribute a fixed amount of money to the children and even the grandchildren instead of her assets. And in order for her to achieve the goals of ongoing retirement income generation and wealth distribution to the next generations, she should consider to reallocate her assets. And she should first secure her income because now she is a retiree, so she must have the steady income. So she should first secure her income by steady income generating tools. And in addition to bonds, bond funds, and annuity and insurance plans, I think because she has one more property and one for herself uh, to live or one for the rental income, so maybe she can also consider a reverse mortgage as, a, as one of the uh, ways to help her to continue to uh, generate income. And finally, to avoid the conflicts, any conflicts, she should announce her plan in the family gathering so that everyone knows her wishes. 
That's Elvin Lamb from Skylar Professional Development Resources.